Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 6, Sophia's Wedding, Part 1. Yes, Part 1. I am excited to do more two-parters. Me too. I didn't realize how little there were, they were, not little, but how few there were in the first three seasons. Like, is this the first Mm, one we're doing mm -hmm. besides like an actual flashback one? Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. Like, or a clip show. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the first two part full two, like full plot. Dang. um, Two part episode. Yeah. What did, well, I guess we can talk about it as we talk about the episode, but uh, yeah, we'll do that then. Let's let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So, um, the description of this episode is, okay, so I have two. IMDb is, when Sophia's friend Esther Weinstock dies, she goes to her funeral in Brooklyn. There, she confronts Esther's widower, Max, whom Sophia blames for the failure of her husband's old business. Whoa. Yeah, quite detailed. Now, I'm going to read you the Hulu one now. And Mm -hmm. just to warn you, it's kind of bad. It's not a good description. Like, just the wording of it, I guess. So, listen, ready? All right. Death of a close friend brings Sophia face-to-face with Esther's husband. That's pretty, like... Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's pretty, um... Like... Misleading. Like, who is Esther... Like, yeah, death of a like, close. Is Esther yeah. the close friend? Like we know she's the close friend, but is yeah. she the close friend? Yeah, they refer right. to her twice: the first time as close friend, and the second time as yeah. Esther. Like it's weird. Interesting. It could have been reworded very easily to make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this episode was written by Susan Harris, Barry Fanaro, and Mort Nathan. Classic Golden Girls writers. Mm-hmm. And um, the episode was directed by. Terry Hughes. Hughes. All right. Guest stars. um, Jack Guilford as Max Weinstock. Sid Melton as Salvador Petrillo. uh, Fritzy Burr as Ruth. Richard. Uh, Yes. Okay. I'm going to just say all. Okay. I'm going to save all the Elvis impersonators for last. Okay. Um, Ray Burke as the caterer, Harvey Goldenberg, Goldenberg as the preacher. And here are all of our Elvis impersonators. <laughs> Roland August, Scott Gale, Tally Laredi, Samuel Lloyd, Eddie Powers, Jay Pinnock, Rick Lee Fever, Fever, mm. and... Um, Blake Gibbons. That's oh, really Richard in- Bernard. That's interesting because there's a fun fact, and I've heard this fun fact before that Quentin Tarantino appears mm-hmm. as an Elvis impersonator, but he's not listed on there. Yeah, he's not listed. Yeah. So I wonder if he's actually in it or if he's just uncredited. Right. So. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of guest stars. That was. They really pulled I, out the stops. I did a good job reading it. You did a really good job. Thanks. And I'm just gonna say this now. 
Um, I feel like the best guest star was the caterer. Um, yeah. He stole the show. I have a couple show. questions about him, though, but yes, I agree. We'll, we'll talk. Yes. Okay, so this episode aired on November 19th, 1988. Yes, and on this day, just a few things happening. Um, Bon Jovi, Bad Medicine... Um, you two desire Beach Boys Kokomo, which we've already talked about that. Right, yes. Um I'll be sure rescue me. Um yeah, that's really it. Not not too much happening. I don't know a ton of these songs. I think me I only either. know the Wild Wild West, which we already talked about in Kokomo. Yeah. Um so <laughs> on Life magazine uh was earth and it was called our planet breathtaking views from space so those who have been there um, yeah so i thought that was cool and then also on the cover was loving liz the private notebooks of richard barton who was i guess married to her or with her that's interesting that's interesting that that's on life magazine yeah yep yep i I know it reminds me of people that's what i was thinking yeah was Life formerly a gossip magazine? Mm. Okay, I have some good... I finally have some fun facts on IMDb. Finally. Ugh, I know. Last last couple episodes, there's only been, like, one fact. So, I'm excited. Um, so, I already said the thing about Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. um, appearing as an Elvis impersonator. Mm-hmm. But something I should say about that is Quentin Tarantino says he played the real Elvis. And apparently all the others were quote-unquote fake Elvis or the Mm. quote-unquote sellout Elvis. Oh. So he's different. Um, Okay, let's keep going, though. Rose claims that she has never fainted before, but she has fainted Mm -hmm. in The Golden Girls and of The Curse that aired two years earlier when Blanche tells her that she (laughs) might be pregnant. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, really, though. Um, Max describes the younger Dorothy as having long golden blonde hair. In other flashbacks in the series, the younger Dorothy is shown with dark brown hair. Oh. I've always thought about that. I'm like, yeah. Dorothy's not a blonde. She's just not. No, 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 no. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm not that's blonde. Tr- no, it's I'm not totally blonde either. Fine. It's fine. fine. Except my fine. daughters are blonde. But they're perfect blonde. For now. <laughs> Their hair will probably get darker. Probably. Maybe. I mean, if, if, if any, like, you know, genetics, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) um, the exterior shot used for Max Weinstock's house in Brooklyn is the same house used for the Moneros in Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I love that house. I was going to comment on that house. I really liked that house. It looks really cute. For sure. Yeah. Um, Estelle Getty and Jack Guilford share a birthday, July 25th. Mm. Guilford was born in 1908, and Getty was born in 1923. Wow. Wow. What an, that's really interesting that they had such an age difference. No kidding. So he was actually playing the age, well, maybe a little younger, but right. he's definitely closer to the age, and she's really aging herself up. Interesting. Huh. Um, and the last one is the caterer in this episode is the same caterer for Dorothy's second wedding to Stan in a later episode. Oh, that's funny. They must have been really impressed. <laughs> I mean, I was. I love that so much. I never made that connection. Did you make that connection? I didn't know. I, I truly didn't. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. I don't watch that episode all the time, but I think I like it. But I'm excited to see what um what he does in that episode. Is that this oh, season yeah. or next season? It's not this season. They have, like, a wedding 
episode almost every season now. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think it's the next season or something. Ooh, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into the episode? Sure. Okay. So the episode begins with some very exciting news for Rose. Yet again, she's getting a letter in the mail. She has been approved to charter a hunk hunk of burnin' love Elvis Presley fan club chapter. I forgot, like, even, I feel like this goes to back to when we were kids, too. Like, there used to, like, fans of things used to have, like, and I'm sure there still exist in some way, but fan clubs. Yeah, I feel like that's almost, like, nowadays, like, not following them on Instagram, because, like, that's that's its own thing, but, like. Yeah. Like, I feel like you know how you can subscribe to people on Instagram now? Yeah, or, like, what I was thinking, that, or, like, being a part of, like, like, some people have digital fan clubs where they email you Mm. certain things, or even, like, an unofficial one where you are in a Facebook group about something, or, like, on a Reddit thread or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, Lady Gaga has, like, not, it's not hers, it's unofficial, but, like, there's a community called Gaga Daily, and you can go on there. It's, like, a digital fan club. Yeah. I... I, I feel like I have memories of, like, trying to do a fan club or something similar, like, in elementary school, where you get I together and, like... you doing that. I know. I, like... This is, like, a vague memory, so maybe I didn't, but I feel like it'd be kind of fun to get together with people who are the same fans of things that you're the fan of, and... Yeah. I don't know. Just get to gush about those things. Like the Golden Girls, perhaps? Absolutely. Are we a fan club? <gasps> are we a fan club? Oh, my gosh. What? Jenna, you're out of the club. What? Meeting is adjourned. What? <laughs> Rude. I Okay, what do you think of Blanche um, immediately taking over and being like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to join the club. By the way, I'm going to be a great president. Um, I thought it was very character. It was her, but yeah. I hated it. I know, right? If that really happened to me in real life, I would, I mean, obviously I'm a rose, so I'd be like, you know, kind of a pushover about it, but right. I'd be pissed on the inside. Yeah, like, what bothers me about it is Rose went through all this trouble to, like, file the paperwork yes. and this and that, and then she's like, oh, well, that's a good idea. Let me take over. I know. And I can't wait to be president. Like, what? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. And the only way she got it, they both have every everything he's ever sold, and... The only thing that she has on Rose is that she slept with a guy who looked like Elvis once or something. Yeah. It could have happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so during this whole conversation, Sophia was on the phone. She found out that her best friend from her childhood died. Hmm. Um, Hold yeah. on. Pause. Before you keep talking about that. It was yeah. so weird. Like, they're talking about the fan club or whatever, and the phone rings. The phone literally rings only once, but it takes, like... Sophia forever to walk to the phone and it literally oh rings one time. Now that's funny. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's weird. This yeah. show, man. This show. I, <laughs> I love watching Sophia walk though. It's so cute. Oh yeah. Mm. Her little shuffle. So I have a Rose confession moment. Oh, okay. Um, you know when they ask how her friend died? And mm. she she says, mm-hmm. um, like, she was fighting an oil rig fire. She was 88. Mm-hmm. I always got that joke as, and I still thought it was funny, I always thought she was fighting an oil rig fire oh. as an 88-year-old woman. 
So you were literally Rose. Li- I like was watching that. And I was like, oh, she means like now as a woman, I'm like, oh, yeah, she means that she well, she was lying with the oil rig thing. She just said she was 88. Like, no, like she was. That's it. She was 88. She just died. So. Yep. Oh, my. Yeah, that that uh, that really happened. Wow. Well, yeah. there we go. Yeah, there we go. There we but, go. But what a sad thing. Like, your friends of your whole life did. Yeah, that's really, really sad. Yeah. And it's even more sad that she's refusing to go to her funeral because, right. like, she has this really long-lasting beef with um, her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Sal owned a business together and he gambled away their money. Right. And it, it was this whole thing, like, years and years yeah. ago. And it is consistent with other things that we've seen mm-hmm. with the family. Like, you know, her taking those odd jobs is like a seamstress. And... Right. It, that whole part is really, really sad because it's like she was a longtime friend. And, you know, when the business went away, like, she didn't talk to them anymore. Yeah, that's so tragic. Like. But you understand. Can't you still talk to the wife, you know? I mean, maybe, but I will say during that time, like, uh, maybe not for Sophia, I would think. So when I'm thinking of that time, I'm thinking of, like, if your husband says you can't talk to somebody, like, you can't. You gotta, like, mm. obey your husband. But you know, like, Sophia wouldn't listen to yeah. Sal in that way. Yeah. But, I mean, Sophia can hold a grudge. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. there is that. Um, but the only, she does end up deciding to go to the funeral once mm-hmm. uh, Dorothy agrees to pay for the flight. <laughs> Right. I thought I I liked that little interaction. And I I liked how Dorothy, like, really pushed her to go. It's like, no, you should go. She's, like, a really close friend. You're clearly upset. Maybe this will give you the closure that you need. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's something that Sophia would do for somebody else because she's usually the one to be so respectful of life. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, one of my favorite moments of this episode, and I have a lot of good moments, one of my favorite episodes is when they first, uh, moments, sorry. One of my favorite moments is when they get to the funeral or the, mm-hmm. the, the after, not the after party, the wake, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. And they and she walks in and immediately sees the food table and walks straight towards it. That part, and don't take this the wrong way, but it I reminds know. me of you. <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> I feel it, but I don't think you would walk right up to it. I feel like you would go, ooh. <laughs> and then, that's literally what I do. <laughs> and the reason and the reason I do it is because I'm not ever sure who's gonna be somewhere. Oh so I wanna make a conversation with somebody and be like, Wow, this looks so good. Like, oh who made this? Like what's it like I literally do I think it's just like an anxiety thing. <laughs> So funny. Like, let me make sure I have something. To, like, I remember going to that Christmas party and going straight for the cookie table. Oh gosh! And I made friends. I bet you so, did. so there. Boom. That's funny. <laughs> I love that part. Um, and dun dun dun. Max is there. Yep, he's there. And he's. I kind of like that. Like. There wasn't, like, a moment where they saw each other for the first time in years. I like that they left, like, that part to our imagination. Yeah. The first time we saw them was at, you know, the after. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to figure out what this thing is called. It's probably a wake, right? Well, that's Irish. No, no, no. It's, um, 
a the reception reception yes that's what it is is it that's that's what it is yeah okay so yeah so i know i like to think about like her giving them the evil eye at the funeral even though one thing this episode doesn't do well is it doesn't and it is a sitcom so like i understand it doesn't really emphasize that max was esther's husband Mm. like his wife just died you know yes i agree with that like he's not he doesn't seem to be in mourning. No, he seems to be there out of convenience. Not yes. like, I almost wish it wasn't his wife that died. Like, maybe, like, his sister or something. Yeah, because, I mean, let's move forward. They get together. They literally hook up. What? Yeah. Two days. Not after, very long after. After a three-day weekend. Yeah. And... In a way, I understand these feelings kind of, you know, arising and, mm-hmm. like, they probably remind each other of each other's partner. But For literally, sure. it was days after his wife yeah. of probably 60 years died. Right. Like, that's, I feel, and I I feel like that is impossible. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> is it? I don't know. Is is Max that terrible? I'm sure this happens, mm-hmm. and I don't want this to come off as judgmental. Right. But a part of me, when I see that happening, I just think of, I, I think of how a lot of men, especially from this generation and generations before, mm-hmm. like, need a partner to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And once he was alone, he needed mm-hmm. a woman to take care of him and be with him. I know that probably wasn't how the episode was meant to be. Right. It was meant to just be a chance for Sophia to have a wedding. But when mm-hmm. I really think, I never thought about this episode this way. But the I man didn't either just was, this. yeah, he was just widowed. Yeah. And then he jumps into a next relationship, which I'm sure is real. But I feel like it, it kind of plays into this idea of men being helpless and going from one mm-hmm. relationship to the next and i think that is true that stereotypically or or mm-hmm. st- i don't know between men and women men are much more likely to move on after the yeah. end of a marriage but i thought it was really interesting to look at it that way yeah i think i really think they could have fixed this by literally just making um Esther his sister and not yes I agree. I agree. Um, and I think that, I honestly think that could have even made, you know, Sophia and his love even more powerful because. It could have always been there. It, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. this way, and they and they do a kind of good job of being like. Or. Like they never, they didn't make it seem like they had been in love the whole time that they had been friends, mm-hmm. married to each other's spouses, mm-hmm. like that, that, or married to their own spouse and being friends with you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they didn't make it seem like they were pining for each other the whole time. Right, right. It, like honest, there wasn't like a forbidden love. No, no, no. Yeah. And I liked that. I thought that was yeah. good. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was badly done because they don't emphasize that Max was just widowed. Like, that's mm-hmm. not a big thing. And that's probably, like, the nature of, like, a 22-minute, you know, sitcom. <laughs> but when you really think about it, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Gross. Like, yeah. no. And knowing people who, I mean, I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting. It is. 
I just think of people who are widowed or widowered at that age after so long. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But I feel like too, we also are pretty. You're pretty newly married. Mm-hmm. I've been married for a while now, but we're still young mm-hmm. in that aspect. So I guess if you picture yourself in those shoes, it's hard to imagine it. It's got yeah, it definitely is hard and to imagine. And then when you add years to that. Yeah. Like yeah. years of being closer, having a family, having grandkids together. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I know it's honestly hard for my mind to wrap around. It, so I don't to wrap around. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like Wrap around. Wrap around. Wrap around. But, like, I mean, it it really made me think. And I don't want to come off as judgmental. No. But, so I'm really not trying to analyze it too much. But, like, a part of me this time I watched it is like, hey, this seems weird. Yeah. I've never thought about that before, but now that you bring it up, it's like, ooh. Yeah. And I think it's because the episode kind of hides that. Yes. Yeah. So, in between all that, yeah, (laughs) the girls have their first meeting of Mm -hmm. their um, unauthorized Elvis fan club. Yeah. And it's so funny, for some reason, these, I don't, I feel like there's not a ton of overlap with these side plots except for the ending, Mm -hmm. but I always remember the side plot so strongly. Like, when I saw this episode was happening, all I could think of, the most memorable line that I could think of off the top of my head was, Dorothy, you're out of the club. Meeting is adjourned. And it's a partially eaten pork chop. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. That they saved that. Was it I, Roses or was it somebody from the clubs that they were I just... don't. I don't know. They never specify. It's so funny. Maybe someone Elvis. donated it. I, in my head, and this could totally be wrong, I always assumed that it was, like, given to them or sent to them by, like, the mm. group that um, mm-hmm. that handles all the Hunka Hunka Burn and Love fan clubs. Okay. Like, the, the central office, if you will, be, <laughs> being that they're a chapter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah. And did you think Dorothy's remark was, like, offensive to Elvis? What did she say again? Oh, that he left that much meat on the bone? Yeah. Is that a joke about Elvis? Yeah, him being fat. In oh, years. okay. Well, then, yes, I do get her being spelled. Yeah, because of that. I mean, um, because my brain like, went to like maybe it was a reference to a song I didn't know about pork no, chops, but no, it was no, probably no. a fat joke. Yeah, it's a fat joke about his later years. Yeah, okay. Well, then, I get that then. Yeah, and I second the motion, Dorothy out <laughs> of the club. Yeah, so funny. I just like how sassy and like not passive aggressive, but you know, sassy blanches to her. I love how Dorothy's in this club, but like she's so making fun of it the whole time. And I I love that for her. I do too. I think it's so funny. And we're going to see that again in the the episode about the positive mindset group. (gasps) Yes. Hi, Dorothy. But I do You're think special. Dorothy tries in that one a little bit. No, totally agree. Totally agree. Different, but it reminds yeah, me of each for other. For sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you know that my rooster's name is Elvis? I did. That's such he a is. great name for your rooster. He is fabulous. That's so good. By the way, speaking of Elvis, did you watch the Elvis movie? I was going to ask you that. Yes, I have watched it. <laughs> I have watched part of it. I wish... 
that I was more paying attention during it because I felt like I was a little lost. What did you think of it? Um, it's not what I thought it was going to be. And I think it's because of the director that they chose. I thought it was going to be more like linear and like, you know, just like a typical, you know, follow his life thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't that, Mm -hmm. um, I wish it was a little bit more, but I did like it. And I loved Austin Butler. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. He played that job so amazingly and I know there's a lot of like drama going around that with him like diving too much into method acting and like he still talks like Elvis and he's like you know this and that about Elvis and whatever but I thought he did a very very good job I agree, for and sure. he is Oh, hot. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I felt so cool when I recognized him in the movie because I was like, um, I watched Switched at Birth and he <laughs> was on Switched at Birth. I did not know that he was on Switched at Birth. Yeah. Was he he in was in the first birth? season. Okay. He I was watched the first season. season and and he dated um, Daphne. He was the first hearing, first or second hearing guy that she dated. Um, he was in the band with um, the brother. Okay, he was the oh, second hearing guy that she dated. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. He's like a pretty boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I know. I loved him as Elvis, though. Yeah, like, I thought I he did a great Elvis job. I love anyway. Mm-hmm. But I loved him as Elvis. I mean, yeah, so he okay. did a, a yeah. really great performance. I Yeah cool so after the club dora blanche is like oh my gosh you know what i hate i hate cleaning up after parties let's just (laughs) let's just go out and eat even though they probably just ate at the party um i didn't even think of that i know that's all i could think of that's all (laughs) i could think of i was like didn't you just eat i mean i'm all for eating as much as you want but like didn't you like just eat like why are you in the mood to go out okay and they went to, they go to Sophia's room and discover that they have slept together. Oh, no. Okay, oh. what did you think of the whole, like, this part always bothers me, and I don't know why. Okay, but... theory. Theory about why it bothers you. Um, it is literally almost the same scene as in, uh, what's the episode with, um, Oh, Michael and... My, yeah, Rose and, and Dor- yeah. No, that's not the part that bothers me. What bothers me is that Dorothy goes, oh my gosh. And then the part that bothers me is Blanche goes, what, what is it? And then Rose, like, ten minutes later, it feels like, goes, what, honey? Oh, and it's like, oh. shouldn't, she, is, she should have said that, like, ten million seconds earlier. I don't know. I don't you like think- that delivery, that... Oh, that's so interesting. I don't know why. It is such a pet peeve of mine. Okay. What, honey? I didn't think it was a big gap. It was. But see, oh, wow. It seemed like 10 hours long. Wow. See, what I'm paying attention to the scene, I'm like, when that happens, I'm like waiting and waiting to hear Blanche go, oh, my lord. I know. I'm like anticipating that moment. Makes (laughs) me so happy. Yes. That part makes me happy. But the rest of it, I'm like, why are they so scandalized? Is it literally just because, okay, I guess Dorothy's scandalized because it's her mother. Right. You don't ever want to see your mother in bed with somebody. No. Um, but at the same time, 
like Sophia, it's kind of funny. Sophia's explanation is we're getting married. Like she mm-hmm. thinks that the issue with them is having premarital sex. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh sorry, Ma, I didn't realize you weren't gonna sin in a few days. <laughs> I mean, what blows my mind is I don't know why, but it's the fact that he's in Florida after they were just in Brooklyn together. It's so, like, logistically in my brain. I just keep thinking, how? Because, and you know, I know I shouldn't look into it this much, but also, (sighs) like, how did the girls get together a fan club and get so many people meeting together after three days? Because it's been, like, you know, three days because, Uh you know, she died and then they went to the funeral very Uh quickly. So maybe it's been less than a week. They've already gotten enough people together to have a meeting. Mm -hmm. And then soon after this... Blanche is talking and membership is dwindling. I'm like, it's been like a couple weeks at this point. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, wait, 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 wait. The I have so many questions. Is like off. Uh, yeah, and and that's fine. I get yeah. why they need to this, do it. This episode, it doesn't bother me that much. Me too. I hate. I I I don't want it to seem like I didn't like this episode because I really did love this episode. Yeah, it was good. It, it's just kind of fun to talk about. Like, wait, what is actually happening here? Because right. there's a <laughs> lot. I mean, there's a lot happening. Like they have this huge fan club, you know, and they're getting all these Elvis impersonators. Like they're organizing all of this, and then Sophia's getting married, so they're organizing a wedding and planning this yeah. huge Elvis thing and honestly i loved it like i i like how fast and how much happened Mm -hmm. and the strut like i just thought it went really it 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 it, i enjoyed watching this episode i did too for sure and like i will rewatch it i will i will look forward to rewatching it in Mm -hmm. the future like something about it like there's just so many fun iconic moments like you know at the actual wedding like them Mm -hmm. walking out and seeing that all of the Guests of the wedding are Elvis impersonate. Like how fun! Yeah, and I I love I love the scene before they get married where, you know, we meet the caterer who is pretty much the guy who holds the wedding together. That was gonna be my question about him: is why isn't he the wedding planner? Why is he the caterer? I think honestly, that's part of what makes it so funny. Is he's just there to cater, like, and he's just catering like a. And I'm not trying to um, say that his job isn't important, but mm-hmm. it's a teeny tiny little wedding and he's got an assistant who's like on the verge of a breakdown. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's like, it makes it even funnier. Like who, like when he's doing it, it's like, who is this guy? Who, where is he coming from? He's the caterer. Like what is his, that's not his business. I think it makes it funnier that he's not the planner. Okay. Because it's like, what does he care? True. He's made the food. They're going to pay. Now listen here, Stretch. That part was freaking hysterical. I know. And if you say something funny, I'll slap you silly. Yeah, the fact that he just took over that whole situation. Like, that wedding wouldn't have happened without him. I, it, it's, it's, yes, I loved, I thought that just brought it together so well. It did, it did. And it really, Um, it was a unique way to break up the tension between Dorothy and Sophia. I agree. What did you think about, I didn't know what to think about, like, that moment when Sophia comes out of the closet. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like some of the audience laughed and some of them didn't. Like, were they laughing at her in the wedding dress? I thought they were applauding. And I think some of them were, but there was, like, 
a weird, like, not awkward moment, but I guess a pause. There kind of was, you're right. Maybe, that, I mean, maybe they were taking in the view of, like, a woman in her 80s in a traditional wedding maybe. dress. Yeah, maybe. I don't really maybe. know that that's funny, but... Yeah. Maybe it, the vibe is different when you're live and you're there. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that's well, a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> um. So, the episode pretty much ends at the wedding. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth between Dorothy and Sophia leading up to the wedding because Dorothy mm-hmm. doesn't approve. But, you know, it ends with the wedding. And yeah. that's how the episode ends. Yep. Um, when we were little or when I was little, I always thought, like, walking down the aisle, uh-huh. like, you walked like they walked. Like, one foot, then you touched the other foot to your foot. I mean, oh, yeah. Right together, left. Left yes. together, right. <laughs> But, like, now that we've been in several weddings, like, you don't so walk funny. like that. No, and you I walk like a normal if it's human. Like, yeah, I wonder if that's, like, a modern thing or I don't know. Yeah, like, it's so formal. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the formality of weddings is kind of different. Or maybe it's just the style. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that'll come back. Or maybe it was never, maybe it's just a movie thing. Maybe. We'll have to, we'll have to interview some people that we know who got married in the 80s and 90s. Mm. Here comes the bride. Lord. Lord. All right. Do you have anything else to say about the episode? I think I'm good. Okay. So um, I have one man to count for Blanche for Stand By Your Man. Um, the unattractive boy named Ernest, who she counted as sleeping with Elvis. Mm. I cried out Elvis Duran. That's count. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's one. Um, this is an even episode, Jenna. So do you want to share? Oh my gosh. I never think of this beforehand. Do you want to share your lady of the evening? What do you mean you never think of this beforehand? I never think of who my lady of the evening is going to be. Oh, okay. Um, gosh, I didn't, did I think about it? Hmm. Um, I think, hmm, I think I'm gonna pick rose Ooh, why are you gonna pick rose because i love that she came up with this fan club oh that's nice yeah and i loved how supportive she was of sophia getting married yeah mm-hmm. um and i did love her rose moments in this episode i thought they were you know short sweet to the point um yeah i agree with you there um i I think I also want to pick Rose. Oh. I mean, I I don't, I you know, I hate double dipping, but I feel like Rose is truly the, the good pick of this episode. Yeah. You know, her Scandinavian wedding blessing. Mm-hmm. She supported mm-hmm. her. Dorothy didn't support her. And I don't mm-hmm. want to pick Blanche because Blanche. Stole the presidency. Yeah, stole the presidency. Um, and also, uh, Sophia married a guy that was just married to her best friend for years and years and years. I so like, not like that. I yeah. think it could have been more powerful if they like had been dating and then open, like they're going to open that yeah. finish stand or whatever, you know? Yeah. I feel, well, they don't even get into that in this, this episode. Uh, yeah. That's crazy too. Um, yeah. They don't really, I wish they had made it a little more clear. I, okay. Here's what I wish. No, maybe I'll talk about this after the next episode, Ooh, but what? hanger what is it cliffhanger 
I know. I don't think I can do that. I'm worried that I'll forget. Um, so I'm going to say it. I kind of wish, and this is me. I've only watched the first part of this two-parter. So, like, I could change my thoughts next episode. Okay. But it could have maybe been more impactful if they had spent the two episodes leading up to the wedding and they never actually ended up getting married. You know what okay. I mean? And spent and spent more time talking about them dating because we, I kind of wish we had got, well, I guess they wanted the shock factor of seeing them in bed hmm. together, but you can... we don't know how it happened. Like, how did they fly back without, like, they reconnected in New York, but how did Dorothy not know that they were reconnecting in New York? You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I have questions. And once again, it's a 22, 24-minute sitcom, so it's no biggie, but <laughs> that's that's all I gotta say. But it is. But I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, though. I truly do enjoy this episode. What would you rank it out of 10? Probably an 8. Just because of my couple pet peeve things. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'll give it a 9, because I feel like... My only really gripes with it are, like, things if you look into the plot too much. But truly, I enjoy watching this episode a lot. Yeah. And the epi- the issues I have with it aren't with, like, the delivery or with the, like, jokes. Like, I, it's not really that for me. I really, I, I'll give it a nine. Okay. Cool. What was your golden moment? <laughs> My golden moment was a Dorothy quote and... It is when, I believe it's Rose asking her, if you were picking out an Elvis impersonator, how would you pick a good one? And Dorothy goes, I thump on his belly and see if he's ripe. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, I liked that part too, even though I thought it was so insensitive of them to ask her for help when they just kicked her out of the club. She didn't care though. I know, but still. Yeah. Um, going with that, my favorite line was the one where Dorothy says, I've just been kicked out of an unauthorized Elvis fan club. Oh there must be a support group for people like me. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I think about that line pretty often. So funny. I know. It's a delight. Mm. Well, this was fun. So fun. Um, so next week we'll be talking about, um, Season four, episode seven, Sophia's Wedding, part two. Part two. Maybe we'll talk about what knishes are. Oh, yeah, we should Google that. Yeah. Oh, I did. Don't worry. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I'll share with you. Not now, but next time. Nice. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for being a friend. friend.